Hey guys, Alex here with the AJ Nashville Podcast. Hey, I just want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900. Next on our great list of sponsors is the Rap Lab. Any type of printed marketing that you're looking for, maybe it's a wrap on your vehicle, maybe it's a new logo design for your new company, reach out to Rich at the Rap Lab. Let him know I sent you 615-913-0372. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Here with a friend of ours, Mr. Thomas Scott, Nashville Photography. Uh, it's Nashville Real Estate Photography. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. Sorry about that. You know how I am with, with names and everything else. So... Today's topic, we're going to talk about, obviously, real estate photography. Um, if I was to reach out to you, being a professional photographer, how would I reach you? Uh, we have multiple ways to reach us. It's either through our Facebook page or uh, NashvilleRealEstatePhotography.net. Okay. Or our number, which is 931-797-4232. Awesome. So, obviously, the thing I want to focus on is, is the different types of things you see in the real estate market. And it's funny that you're here today because yesterday I just saw a post that somebody put up of a coming soon listing. And let me tell you, the pictures were horrid. And you and I both know that the picture tells a million words about the property. Right. This is a coming soon. It's almost like a first date. You know, when you're looking at this and it's a coming soon, would you show up on a first date with your holy jeans that, that you wear every day when you're hanging out with your buddies, no fresh haircut, dirty car, you know, forget your deodorant? Would somebody <laughs> actually do that? Because this is what poor photography reminds me of. Well, if they do, it certainly won't go very far. Right. Exactly. It's going to be a first date and that's all it's going to be. And that's. That's the downside to it. You know, you have one shot to really put a property out there with the proper images that's going to appeal to people that are looking to purchase a home that's within, for one, that price range. And I hate it when realtors, they don't put a price on property sometimes. Yeah. And you're a consumer and you're looking at it, you're like, can I afford this or not? And then you kind of have to jump in their lead capture system to figure out if you can. I really dislike that. Yeah, communication is certainly key. I mean... You only have like a 10 to 15 second window to capture someone's interest at most. And over 90% of everybody that's searching for a house it looks at the photos before they read any of the information. Right. So if the photos are horrible, the information you put in is irrelevant. Exactly. Well, and, you know, there's a lot to be said with that. You look at, um, for example, dating apps nowadays. And I haven't been on a dating app in God knows how long. <laughs> but. You know, there was one that was popular when I was on the market still, and that was Tinder. And Tinder was composed of mostly pictures. You know, you'd see a small description. Yes, they're 28 years old and they live in Nashville, Tennessee. But it goes to show that people make a lot of their judgment just based on the picture initially. And if they choose to engage after they see what's on that picture, then they can choose to do so in the information is down below. Absolutely. So the consumer mind has changed in that standpoint. So if you, you know, profile pictures, for example, everybody's profile picture online looks better than they actually look in person. Yeah. Mine included. <laughs> well, maybe not. But so people are basically posting an avatar of a home, which is most people's largest asset that they have for sale. And they're doing it with poor quality photography. I've literally seen pictures and I joked about this yesterday but pictures of homes that look like they were taken by a potato. 
you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You sadly see that too often. And uh, it's not only is that a large asset for their client, it's also uh, their large financial asset. It's where they get their income from. So Right. So my thought on this, and tell me if you think it's different, and you may because you experience this a little more, especially because you're really good at something, and that's called marketing. And that's something that a lot of people need. But my idea is if you're going to market a property, you should spend at least 10% of your gross commission income on marketing that. So if it's a $6,000 commission, you should spend $600 marketing the property. And if you have to go above and beyond that, it's okay sometimes, you know, because you'll make up for it along the way. Not to mention when you show high quality footage of a home, drone footage, uh, pictures, there's the matador that people are using now. If you show that high quality, those high quality images, you're not only attracting potential buyers, you're also attracting potential sellers that are seeing you list other homes, and that gives them an idea whether or not they want to work with you. So, you know, when you see those, you're you're deciding, hey, is this something that I'm going to go ahead and, and work with this person because they they take some pride in the pictures that they show of the property, they take some pride in the flyers that they show, they even take pride in the placement of their sign. I had someone in my neighborhood, and it was actually – it's an agent that I work closely with. He put his sign in, and he did what I've been telling agents to do for a long time. And that's put a light, an LED solar-paneled light on the sign so when people are driving by at night after work, they can still see the sign. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's something basic. But here's the crazy thing with that great idea. So I recently bought those LED lights, and you get a pair of them for 20 bucks. So literally for $10 each – You can put one of these in front of somebody's house, and you don't have some weirdo standing in front of your client's house with a flashlight trying to gather the information. They can see it from the comfort of the road, and they don't have to get out of their vehicle and walk up to the sign to see it at night. Or worse off, driving through the neighborhood and miss the sign because it's so dark on that portion of the street that your sign's not visible. These are common marketing mistakes that people typically make, and it's a very cheap thing to do. Well, and I mean, it's, yeah, there's so many different ways to market. The only real true role to marketing is conversion. Right. So anything you can do to get that conversion rate higher, mm-hmm. that's that's what you got to do. Exactly. And And it's a matter of just spending the money. I mean, let's face it, real estate, mortgage, all these professions, yes, they're commission only. You know, which which is dangerous for some people. Not every place is commission only, but the bulk are. Now, the other end of that is you're dealing with marketing not only the property but yourself because ultimately you're marketing yourself when you market that property. And let's face it. Most people spend more money on their picture that they put on their business cards and their signs than they do on an individual listing that's paying them tens of thousands of dollars throughout the year. Right. You know. So I guess my question would be is why would a person do that? Why would you, why would you get someone's largest asset promised to deliver – a extremely awesome product and then say, hey, by the way, I'm going to take pictures of your home with my iPhone. Yeah, it's something that uh, definitely leaves you perplexed. Um, The reason why we even got into real estate photography was because when we, uh, before we moved out to Nashville, we lived in Fort Worth, Texas, and we were completely reliant on nothing but pictures and videos. Right. So... A huge majority of all of the listings we saw were just awful pictures. Yeah. 
And so we're not going to fly from Texas to Nashville to look at something that may not be that great. Right. So it kind of just inspired us to fully immerse ourselves into real estate photography out here. Right. Now, of course, our photographer, Elizabeth Scott, has been in architectural photography for the last 10 years. So Mm -hmm. it was nothing to her to jump into this field. Um, I've been doing all different types of video production as well for the last decade. Right. So she just kind of convinced me to jump in this field and has been has trained me to do architectural videography as well. That's kind of the dream team, though, if you think about it. Like, she captures still images, you capture moving images. And you told me something, and this was when we met last week. Your wife has done some really high-end photography for businesses and stuff like that that require, you know, there's a... You don't just take a picture and say, here's the item, buy it. You know, it has to, the the image is everything when it comes to even a pair of shoes. You know, the image means everything. And it it literally will take a person from no interest in the product, not wanting to buy, to wanting to buy that product because the image captures so much of it. You know, so you're talking about your wife who, who has a kind of a knack for that. She knows how to pick up the great things that can be found in a picture and how to get rid of some of the things that aren't so great. You know, we talked about... One of the pictures that we saw, there was some mold on the side of the the house next to it. A photographer would never allow that mold to be seen in an image, not because they're trying to hide something, but because it doesn't make the image what it should be. And that's the focus on the beauty of the home itself. Right. I mean, with the image, you're doing a lot more. You're trying to show what the product is, but you're also giving a feeling for what the product is. Right. Could you imagine... You know, and and you've seen some of these pictures, and I've seen a lot of them online of these houses. There's one in particular that I've seen where it looks like somebody is speeding past the house taking pictures. Can you imagine if they hired these people to take yearbook pictures? Like, yeah. how ashamed would you be if your your first grader came home and you're looking at this picture like, what the hell? It's blurry, <laughs> you know, or it's you can't see their face because the lighting's off or something like that. Like, we have well, to keep that in mind. It's a it's a photographer's job to know like. When when you're really deep into photography, such as Elizabeth, she went to school over a decade ago, got her BFA, and then she uh, has been in the field, you learn that there are psychological ramifications for everything. So say right. that house that has the mold next to it, that kind of, it psychologically is telling the customer the area is dirty. Right. Say that house that is a picture of, uh, they took the picture while they were driving by, that also psychologically tells people, hey, maybe the area is not safe. It's right. not comfortable. It's not somewhere where you even want to get out of your car. And that's true. I mean, and here's the thing. I think there's good and bad days to take pictures, you know, and there's good and bad times to take pictures of steel structures like homes. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't feel like you want to take a picture of a home in the middle of the city when it's six o'clock in the evening and the sun's going down and you're getting dark captured videos or dark dark captured pictures. In my opinion, noon-ish is about the best time because the sun's directly above the image and you're having a perfect balance of light and everything else. Is there a better time to take pictures? Um, It basically matters. In general, noon uh, is a pretty good time. It If there's a specific time where the light you know the property and the light just hits the property in a beautiful way, say like at eight in the morning or even five o'clock, you know, and it's just shining heavenly on the property. Right. 
Yeah, that's good. But if you don't know for sure, then trying to have that sunset or sunrise shot can work against you. Right. Well, and and that's the thing. So like I envision certain properties having different times that the pictures are taken. So like in my mind, a, a big piece of land with a barn and a house on it. It needs to be taken right about the time the sun's coming down so you can see all the different colors in the sky and it's right. it appeals to the image itself. You know, taking something like that at high noon may not have the best representation of what country life may feel like. Right. And like you said, there's a psychological feel that goes with that. So seeing that image when the sun's coming down slightly and there's the reds, the blues, the purples and everything in the sky makes you feel like that country living is really what you're going to experience. Exactly. With the image, you want to be able to pull the viewer into it. And right. The whole idea is to pull them into the image so much they got to see it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and drone footage. So that's another thing. So people, I think, think that drone footage is only appropriate on big pieces of land or empty parcels or something like that. I feel like with the way we've advanced in technology, drone footage is is basically it used to be the status quo. Now it's just kind of, hey, you expect it. Right. Like you look at images and you're like, all right, where's the drone footage of this property? Because it's nice to see people don't realize drone footage provides you an idea of the condition of the roof when it's flying over the property. Yep. Other things in the neighborhood. So if there's a playground down the road, maybe there's a Kroger across the street or down, you know, around the corner. It gives everybody an idea of what the rest of the neighborhood looks like. And I think that's very important when it comes to looking at a property, especially like in your case, you're looking at properties from Texas. Right. With no idea what's in Tennessee, no idea what the area looks like. You don't know if the neighbor's front yard, there's a weight bench in front of there and a barbecue grill, you know, on the rooftop. So. I had no idea if the communities were great communities to live in or somewhere where you'd rather not live in. Right, right. So drone footage definitely, as you said, uh, can be utilized to show the community and restaurants, shopping centers, schools, local parks, and, you know, their vicinities to the property you're Mm -hmm. selling. Right. Well, and and like I said, it's almost to be expected. Like you Mm -hmm. look at a listing, and, and I think with technology and the way things have kind of headed over the years, it's almost like, oh, you don't have drone footage of this property? Yeah. Why not? You know, what are you trying to hide? Um, I mean, to me, it's really weird when people don't even have a video at all by this point. I'm just like... So what is your solution to that? So here I am. I'm wanting video. I call the agent. I say, hey, do you have a video of this property? How do you guys go in and capture videos? Because I know me, myself, if I'm trying to FaceTime somebody a property or something like that, right. it's bouncy, choppy. It looks horrible. You see videos online. People walk in. They turn the light on, and then the white balance of the camera goes crazy for a second. And by the time it balances back out, they turn the light back off. Right. So how, do you, how does a professional go about getting some great footage interior? Well, um, basically, we like to use... As much natural light as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have professional lighting if we had to use it. But essentially, we we scout the location first. Uh, We scout the surrounding area. Uh, Communication is key. If you're a realtor and you're hiring whoever to do the video, let them know if you have any specific shots in mind. So I ask all the realtors about, is there any... uh, local amenities that you want in the video, mm-hmm. uh, community pool, whatever, um, any type of special particular shots you have in mind. So besides that, we basically go go around and scout the area ourselves. We scout the house. I try, 
I use drone footage on every single one of our videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even charge extra for it. That's how necessary I believe it is. Right. So every single one, I fly around the whole area. I fly around the house. I get all the best shots I can. And uh, as far as interior, uh, it's all about lighting. Uh, you know, you can. We have good gear. We have great gear. But anyone can have great gear. And not the, know how to use it. The real idea when you're doing a video is you want to show the beauty and the flow of the house. Right. So if you're if if you make a video, if you're watching a video and they show a room and you have no idea how they got to that room, mm-hmm. I feel like you failed. Right. It should always show you the flow of the house. Yeah. You should have an idea of the layout of the home before you even go in there. Because ultimately, if you're buying a home, like when I bought mine, okay, mm-hmm. so we had ours built. And it was, okay, fish tank's going right here. The bed's going to go right there in between those two windows. The crib's going to go over here. And then upstairs, we're going to have this, this, and this. I was able to see that because I was on site. I right. mean, I was literally – I was probably on site more than the GC was because I'd go there. It's it's When you see a home being built that's yours, it's a different feeling than something preexisting. But the fact of the matter is preexisting construction, if you're once again in Texas – you want to know, hey, does that flow work out for me? Hey, I've got a pool table, and it's got to go in this bonus room. Can I get it there? And if you're looking at the video and you notice that the corners and the turns of the walls are too tight, that that's not going to work, then you know not to waste your time. Right. But if it's wide open and it looks like it'd be an easy job, that's a little bit different. you know. Or uh, if you have small kids and you need, like we have a bedroom plus the masters on the first floor. That was intentional because we wanted to be able to go in and take care of the baby in the middle of the night and not have to creep upstairs at 2 o'clock in the morning on hardwood stairs when you have a chance of falling. Yeah. So if you don't know if that other piece is on the ground floor like you need it to be, like you said, if you get lost in the tour of the home, it makes it very difficult to figure out if that's a perfect match for you or not. Absolutely. So and, go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, just a little, uh, as I said with the photos, the same goes with the video. You're trying to you're not only showing what the property is you're trying to share how it feels to be in that property and what it feels like you know you you do it in a way to where you want whoever's looking at that video to envision themselves as you were saying envision what they want in there but Vision their children playing in that living room, walking down the hall. Right. They're walking to their bedroom. You just want them to feel this kind of cinematic vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be their home. They have to know what it feels like, you know? Right. And people wouldn't believe the amount of buyers that come out of states like California, Texas, Florida, you know, all these places where uh, I saw a friend of mine the other day, she posted, she said, I'm showing 16 houses today. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, holy crap, that's a lot of houses. Right. But she had a buyer coming in from a different state and she has to show that many houses. Now, what if I told you that instead of showing you 16 houses, we can narrow it down to 16 videos that are extremely good quality of all these homes, and then we can take that list and narrow it down to four or five. Yep. You know, because then there's no reason to see the home if you have a feeling of the flow of the home itself. Well, and even if they want to fly out here, say, like, we had to fly out here three different times just to look at houses, right? Mm Because the most you can see each time is limited. Yeah. And, uh... It was very frustrating. Right. Um, the photos weren't that great. So as soon as you got to a property, 
you didn't really know. None of these houses had videos. So yeah. that was super frustrating. So as soon as we got to the property, it looked different than what it did in the photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but even further, if it could have been narrowed down to just a few houses that right. we got to look at in person, yes, that would have streamlined the buying process so fast. Absolutely. We only would have needed to come out once. Right. Well, and, and the other end of that, so, you know, agents that are listening to this, the professional video and everything up front is always great to have. Now, we're not saying that it's bad if a client calls you up and says, hey, I really like this, but I noticed something in the corner of this room. Can you go FaceTime me or send me a video of that? You know, that's simple stuff. Because every now and then when something captures our attention, we're like, oh, I need to see this more in detail. Yeah, You don't necessarily want to drag your photographer back out to pick up an image that's going to take 15 seconds to shoot. But the other end of it is, this is almost like your business card. You know, you're literally putting together videos. And and there's a guy, he's in Hendersonville. He does an incredible job of this. And all he's doing is he's building all these different videos that he's putting on YouTube and Facebook Mm -hmm. and everywhere else where it's searchable later. So now if I search for this particular agent, it pulls up all his videos on YouTube. And I can see if I'm a seller, I see this guy's videos and stuff. And I'm like, wow, he takes his job serious. Yeah. You know, and you can see it in the quality of his work. And that's actually what attracted me to to him as a realtor in the first place is I saw he took pride in what it is he does, which is what I do. I take pride in my work. Right. And so I think seeing somebody that doesn't take videos and great pictures and stuff like that, it's really a reflection on how serious they are in being in this industry. Absolutely. You know, so... Um, we're running out of time here. Any pointers, tips, anything? Let me ask you this before we get to that. How do I get in touch with you? Once again, just shoot me that phone number again so I have it in that web address. Okay, our phone number is 931-797-4232. And our website is nashvillerealestatephotography.net. Super easy website to remember. That's And a lot of people, can they go on there and kind of see some of your work and everything? Oh, yeah. We got all our work on there. You can book online. Awesome. Um, we're all over Facebook. We have a YouTube channel. We got links for all that on the website as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So any of your pointers, tips, anything like that? Obviously, you don't want to give everything away because it's it's what you guys do to feed the family. Yeah. Um, I would just say whoever you hire, uh, whether it's us or anybody else, just uh, – Make sure you communicate all your needs directly to them and you know for a fact what they can and can't do. Yeah. And uh, you never know what you can get until you ask. Right. Well, and and like you were saying, you know, you see some of these houses and they have beautiful granite countertops that have an extreme design in them or something like Mm -hmm. that. That would be something if you were coming in my home to sell to to do video, I would say, or pictures, I would say, hey, make sure you capture this because this is one of the most beautiful parts of the home. Right. Or woodworking, trim, things like that. And one other thing, one Mm -hmm. last thing. Yeah. Uh, Speaking on uh, what you said, the most beautiful parts of the home. Uh, contrary to popular practice, your featured photo on your listings, no matter where you list it, does not always have to be the front exterior of the house. Right. right. Whatever makes that house individual, whatever is the most beautiful, extravagant photo, whether it's elegant living room or dining room, mm-hmm. make that your featured photo. Exactly. And like I said before, 
you know, it, it's kind of like your first day. When you run a coming soon, make sure you have this work done because the last thing you want to do is show up at what could be your dream date and not be well prepared, well dressed, well manicured, and everything else. So take this seriously, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of you do. I'm not saying that every agent out there doesn't. I know there's a lot of high end professionals, and you really do see the people that are out producing others are people that take their career seriously, which includes down to the finite details like taking good pictures, good video. So I want to thank you again for taking time out of your day to come out here, Thomas. It was awesome. Yeah, it was um, great. I appreciate you, listeners. I appreciate you guys as well. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to the AJ Nashville podcast. Let me take a second to thank our sponsors, the people that make it possible for me to be in your ears on a week-to-week basis. Thanks again for tuning in. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615 717 7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team once again, 615 717 7900.